Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach Podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Hello, uh, this is Sarah and you are welcome. This is Heart to Heart. And we are going to have a, a little chat today, heart-to-heart chat and uh, communion, um, you know, uh, sharing um, just a little message from God and what God has placed on my heart for you today. And um, the theme of the message of today is run your race. And as you can see, it, it, it is not run the race, but run your race. Uh, this is a race of a lifetime. And the reason I'm saying is a, life, a race of a lifetime is because the race started when you were conceived. This is the race towards Christ-likeness. This is the, the race towards the purpose that God has placed in you for you and for other people through you and for his kingdom. It all starts when you are conceived. It doesn't start when you are 40, 30 or 50 or 20 or 15, it starts on the day you are conceived. In Jeremiah 1.5, uh, the word of God says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sacrificed you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Yes, people can say God was talking to Jeremiah, but the word of God in the Bible, most of the time, God was talking to somebody, but God has given that word to work for us as well because he's talking to us through those people. I believe that every single one of us have been ordained the day we were conceived, when we were still in our mother's womb. It didn't wait until you were born again. It did not wait until you were ordained somewhere by human beings. It didn't uh, wait until you went to some seminary or Bible school or whatever, university doing um, a theology degree. It didn't wait that long. It began when you were still conceived in your mother's womb. So this race, it must dominate your mind because it's a race of a lifetime. It sits with you from conception until you die, until you go to the grave. So there's no cutoff times. Right. Um, some people in a race, they run, some people walk. It depends on your strength and it depends on your choice. And, um, you know, but we all are going uh, to a destination that God has uh, chosen for us. I've got seven characteristics of a unique race. In this case, it's your unique race. You have been chosen for this race. As I said in Jeremiah 1.5, when God uh, spoke to Jeremiah and said, before I formed you, in the womb, I knew you. you. You have been chosen. God has picked you up, singled you out of the 7 billion people on this earth for a race towards a purpose that is unique to you, for his kingdom and for his people. Number two, the race is both a contest and a conflict. And this is not an ordinary race. Remember, it's your unique race. It's not common 
to everybody, but it's for you. It's, it's, it, 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 it's not against opponents. We know that in everything that we do here on earth, you will have opponents. You will have, you know, things that are trying to take you out of what you are doing. We know, we expect that anyway, but it is mainly against ourselves. The race is a conflict in that there is an internal struggle of our soul. So the race that has been ordained by God for his purposes will always have oppositions. And oppositions that come, come from the inside of us and the outside. And before we can conquer the outside oppositions and obstacles and whatever you call it, that can hinder you. You have to address the ones that come from within you. Paul said, you know, you, 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 you work your salvation with fear and trembling. What did he mean? It means that when we are saved, it's not the end. When we are saved, that's the day when we recognize that there is a purpose that is from God for his kingdom and for his people. That's the day we are now aware because carnality has gone and um, a little bit is shifted. Your spirit is now aware of uh, who God is and what he wants you to do. Therefore, you start now to look at things in a different way, but there's still work to do. And this work, that's what uh, Paul meant when he said, you work your salvation with fear and trembling. It's because after salvation, there's a great work, a great deal of work still to be done. You still have to face up to the demons that are in you. And the demons that are in us, that we inherited from our forefathers, Adam and Eve, in the fall, that we come into the new life of salvation with. When we come into the new life of salvation, we are not rid of, of all those things. Those things are going to be read by God through his word. So there's a scripture that says you renew your mind. How do we renew our mind? We renew our mind by the word of God. Because the word of God is contrary to carnality. The things of, of God are uh, 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 like miraculous. They are new to us. And that's the reason why we have to renew our mind. So that's number two. And uh, we naturally bend towards sinfulness and, and laziness. And you know, uh, in Proverbs 10:4, he says, He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So I want to, um, you know, um, talk about the, the, the normal race that you do. I'm, 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 I'm involved in uh, doing races, but, you know, I'm not doing races for, you know, running to be number one or, or, or things like that. I just like sports and I like running, you know, and I, I did that when I was at school, when I was still younger. So it's still in me because that's just what it, it, I used to do 800 meters and, 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 and I was a sprinter and, I, and I, I was winning for my school, my primary school. So uh, because I, I was tall and my legs were really, I was, I was slim and I was really fast, so you know I was winning for my school, and that is still in me. Even in this age, I'm still doing it, but I'm not winning for any school anyway. I'm just doing it for fun now, and 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 to keep fit, you know, and strong, you know, strengthen my heart and my and my lungs. Anyway, you know, 
in the rain, in, 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 in the races, what I have come to realize is that whether it's a 10K, a half marathon or whatever race you are doing that I have done, you know, there's a, start, a starting point and everybody starts there. But when we now uh, uh, move away from the starting point and we start to race, yeah, you run at your own pace. You pace yourself according to how you know your feet. You pace yourself looking at the finish line. You don't want to uh, uh, exhaust yourself at mile number four when you still have six miles in a 10K. You don't want to exhaust yourself at mile number 15 when you have um, uh, 13 and a half miles to do. Uh, you know, you, 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 you pace yourself in a way that you know how long this race is going to be and your main aim is to reach the finish line. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to that finish line. It doesn't matter. You are not worried about the person on the left. You are not worried about the person on the right. You are not worried about the person behind you. You are not worried about the person in front of you. They are running their race. You are in the middle. You are running your race. We are all going to the finish line and everybody knows they will get to the finish line. So what do you do? You pace yourself according to how you know your fitness. That's number two. And fitness takes uh, consistency. It takes work to be fit. I'm coming to that. Number three, the race is unique to you. God has marked out a, a distinct race that will take you to where he's leading you and what he's called you to do. The destination may be the same, but the, the course of the journey is not the same. And, you know, I'm talking about now our different callings, what God has called us to do whilst we're here. The destinations are not going to be the same. Some people may have been called to other countries. Some people have been called to their household. Some people have been called to a, a small group of people. Some people have been called to... Uh, good causes. Some people have been called to run a church or lead a church. Some people have been called to be missionaries. So we are called for different things. And, 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 and the race is not going to be the same and it's not going to take the same length because and the same stamina and the same strength because the destination, even though it's the same, is towards doing the purposes of God, but there's destinations are different in the way we are going to be functioning in our different calls. So do not compare your own track when you are on a track running a 10K or a half marathon. Do not compare your own track with somebody else. Do not compare your own calling with somebody else's calling. Know your calling and do not listen to those that do not know what God has called you to do, that seem to think they know, and then they are busy trying to hammer information in you as if maybe it's, 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 it's a form of saying you are doing it wrong or you have not had God right or, you know, advice is, is needed and, um, you know, counsel is needed. But sometimes some people have detoured and some people have diverted from what God has called them because they were maybe mentored or they were 
counseled by people who had no clue what God had called them to do. So watch out for that as well. This is something that you need to bear in mind. Do not just swallow any advice or any counsel that comes. Check with God. Is this from you, God? God will reveal to you and you will know. Number four, the race has no time outs. Once you are in, you are in. Remember, this race started uh, from the day we were conceived. We were in the day we were conceived. So there are no timeouts. There's no time that you are going to get out of this race. There are no breaks. There are no uh, uh, intermissions. There are no half times. You know, we are to run and to keep running towards the finish line and the goal and the purpose that God has created us for. Number five, the race is full of obstacles. I did say that you, once you, you, you get into this race and you are aware now, you know, you are born again now, you are aware that you have a purpose in life, you start to see obstacles coming because obviously the enemy would not want you to achieve that what God has ordained you to, to achieve. The enemy won't want you to be th that which God has wanted you to, to, to do for his people and for the kingdom of God. He wants the kingdom of God to be dysfunctional and fail on this earth. And, and he's not going to fold his arms and leave you to just accomplish that. So there are going to be oppositions and obstacles. But the main one I did say is from within us. You conquer that one first before you can conquer the ones outside. The ones outside are just like monkeys that are just making noise, you know, uh, running around uh, around you. You can kick them out of your way very easily once you take the mountain that is inside of you and get rid of it first. So the, the, the obstacles uh, are, are many. There are many barriers. There are many headless hazards. You know, you can't avoid them. They, they will always be there and they come in different sizes as well, but they can be overcome because God that didn't put you in that race and he didn't put you in that track and he didn't call you from your mother's womb just so you can uh, 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 be, you know, like uh, be defeated or maybe even not know what, you know, how to come about. God has given us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is our guide. He takes us to where God wants us to go. Number six, uh, you run to win this race. I did say that, you know, um, I, I likened it with uh, running a marathon. We start uh, uh, together and then we uh, at, at the starting point. And then when, 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 when the, uh, the, the, the gun uh, 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 sounds uh, uh, that tells you that you can now go, you know, you start to run um, at your own pace because you know yourself, you know your build, you know your stamina. And, and you kind of, if you've done it before, you kind of know how long it normally takes me to run uh, uh, 21K, how long it normally takes me to run uh, a 10K. And you would have been practicing anyway. You would have been training because you don't just get into this, uh, into this race, this organized race without you having had your own time of training, you know, uh, uh, by yourself in preparation for this race. So the same as the race that God has called us to do, we have to have a time of preparation. This time of preparation 
is when we deal with our soul, when we deal with our Adamic nature, when we deal with uh, the things that are in our lives, the carnalities, the things in our lives that are contrary to what God has called us to do so that we can have no clutter, we can be free of anything that can come and, 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 and negate what God is doing. And then after that, we are still faced with those that are coming from the outside. Outside, and and we are still, uh, you know, faced to to clear the way so we can we can run a smooth race. But then we have to be physically strong for this race that we are running. So you know, in a a physical race, you have to really practice. You have to train. You have to tell yourself that I need to do maybe a, a six. If I'm training for a, a 10k, I need to do at least 6k. You know, three times a week uh, for three months maybe for you to be if you are not a, a, a usual runner you know and then by the time the date comes you are fit and you now know because you've been training the time that you were you were training you were gauging yourself and one time maybe once a week you do a, 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 an actual turn and you can see how long it takes you the last turn that you did before the race itself you know now you sit on that time and say i'm aiming at this time and i reached my destination of 10k or 21k because i was running at seven minutes per hour you know that 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 was your pace you know so so you you know now you are going to keep, to keep your you don't need to keep a, a, a you know a watch and keep looking am i running se, se, you know seven se, se, seven minutes uh, per hour no you know now that you know you, you, you your body can tell you that it, 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 you know it, it is comfortable uh, you are not straining you are not getting tired because otherwise you are going to collapse and they will move you out of your your track they will move you out of your lane and you will not reach the finish line Therefore, it's important to run your own race at your own pace and knowing that you are aiming at getting to the finish line. You are not competing. You are just running to get to the finish line. And uh, um, winning is not beating the other runners. You know, you, you are not looking at uh, beating this person that is on my left. You are running at getting to the finish line. A spiritual champion is one sold out to Jesus and his cause. So you are sold to get to the finish line. Our finish line is Jesus Christ and his cause. The cause that is unique to you. The cause that he has given you. You know it. I'm telling you, you will know it. You will know it so much so that if somebody was to come and try and divert you out of it, you will stick to it. You will know. And if you were to be diverted, and maybe focus on something else or do something else, your heart will have no peace. You will know the Holy Spirit will, have, will give you no peace. And the word of God will give you no peace. And the still small voice inside of you will give you no peace. They will always tell you that you are not where I need you to be until you get back to where you are. It's just like struggling the lanes when you are running. You are going to uh, trip others. Uh, and then people will be falling, causing you are causing chaos, and you also will be tripped and fall, and you will never get to the finish line. The finish line of faith is growing to be more like Jesus daily and advancing his kingdom. The goal is not perfection, but progressing 
towards the finish line. So in the end, we can say, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. This is 2 Timothy 4, 7. And this was Paul. How good it is. It does not matter whether it is at 80, whether it, is, whether it is at 90, whether it is at 120, that you can come to 2 Timothy 4, 7. I can tell you, as far as God is concerned, you have run your race. And you have what? You have kept the faith. I want to advise you. It's not how long it takes you. It's not maybe... Um, too late if you can look at it God is never late he's never too early it, it, it can take somebody maybe 20 years it can say take someone 10 years it can take someone five years some people can reach their destination maybe accomplish that which God has called them to do in their youth some people can accomplish it later in life in middle age some people maybe in old age but at the end of the day they have accomplished that which God has accomplished. And God is happy that they have reached their finish line. They have done that which God has called them to, to do. Let me give you an example with the, the, the physical ra uh, race here on earth. You know, I can only talk about the ones that I was involved in. You know, these people who organize the events and make sure that runners have got everything that they do, you know, make sure that uh, the route is okay, da da da, and they look at people when they, they, they come to the finish line, you know, they welcome them, they cheer them up, they give them their gifts, whatever. I love their spirit. They just remind me of how God must be when someone finishes and get to that place where they really do that which he has told them to do. When I look at them, I just, you know, imagine this is how God must feel because they are not moved by the person that got to the finish line first, the person that took the shortest time, the person that ran the fastest. They are not moved by that. They are moved by every single person that steps on the finish line. They clap they shout, they scream the same way for every person, the same way they screamed and clapped and shouted for the person that reached the finish line first. They do it for every single person. And look at this, the last one, when everybody now, all the runners, it's not just the event team, it's now every runner is now there, they have collected their medals. They are now there, the goodies and everything. Uh, they are just chilling and, and, and happy. And, and they are just congregating there. It's now a large group of 1,000 people. And there's this last person, this last person that is still coming. When this last person reaches the finish line, the roar, the roar of applause that comes from everybody, runners and event uh, 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 planners, it's amazing. It always, this is the moment that I always wait for. And it's just so magnificent. Everybody happy for this slow person. Everybody happy for this person that looked like they will fall away on the way and they wouldn't make it 
And you know what happened along the way? There were this uh, event uh, uh, team members that are planted on, uh, on, 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 on points in the route. And the reason they are planted on different points on the route is because they know that some people have just taken a chance. They, they didn't really work out and, and keep themselves fit for the race. They know there are people who just pay the money and join. They know there will be people there that would get injured because their muscles and bones are not strong enough for the distance they are running. They will be, um, you know, taking care of those people. So these people that are last in, in particular or people that are injured, but they still have the, the stamina and they still have that uh, determination that I am going to get to the finish line. These team members will be encouraging them, cheering them at an individual point during the course of the race. They will be cheering them. They will be, you know, holding their hand. And are you sure you will make it? Yes, I will. Do you want me to bring a car and take you to the... No, I am going to do it. They will go with this person until they get to the finish line. And when eventually they get to the finish line, I'm telling you the roar of applause. And this is what I feel God feels when we individually get to our finish line with what he has purposed us to do. He is not worried about how long it took you. He's not worried about how slow you were with it. He's not worried about, you know, whatever, you know, tripped you on the way or whatever disturbed you. He is only pleased that now you are here and you have done it because now the devil is ashamed. So be encouraged. Don't look at yourself and say, I'm slow. Don't look at yourself and say, when will I get this? Maybe I'm, I'd rather do something else. Don't look at yourself and beat yourself up because you are going to get there. And God is not bothered by your time slot. Amen. And uh, number seven, winning the race will require great endurance. I touched on this a little bit in the middle. This is the last point. Endurance takes a lifestyle of applying the following principles. Discipline, consistency, work ethic. This is hard working. You've got to tell yourself that I am going to be hard working. It takes perseverance. It takes persistence. It takes self-control. It takes time management. It takes self-governance, the ability to prioritize. I did say that this is a race of a, a, a lifetime and it must dominate your mind. Prioritize. It takes resilience. You know, when I, 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 I sign up for a race, I give myself time to train on my own, with nobody on my own. And during these times that I am training, sometimes I'm working full time, of course. I have to go to work and do my 40 hours or whatever. And this doesn't give me enough time for me to be training on, on the roads. But I choose to discipline myself. If I start work at 8, I will get up at 4 instead of getting up at 5 or 6. So I can do an hour before I go to work. I sacrifice my sleep 
I sacrificed my comfort. And during the training itself, I put on more effort every single day I ran. If I did 5K in 20 minutes today, I'm going to try and do it in 18 minutes or 17 minutes the next time. I always push. You, you have to do everything, bring that resilience, bring that consistency, that discipline. You bring it into this. And even with the call of God, even with what God has called us to do, the purposes, the race that we are running, these principles apply. If you are not disciplined with your word reading, with your devotions, with uh, uh, your prayer time, with uh, whatever it is that is needed to, to bring you to the destination that you want to go, you will not reach your destination because the monkeys outside of you and the giant inside of you will just easily bring you to that place of even forgetting about what you, 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 know, you heard God say you've got to do for his people and his kingdom. Finally, never let anyone or anything talk you out of what you believe God has called and chosen you to do. Know that God is cheering you and leading you from behind. God is not a leader that leads from the front but he is a leader that leads from behind. And when you fall back, you fall back on him. A good leader leads from behind. And God is never early, he's never late, but always on time. I did say, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. So do not look back and say, I started this journey so long. We all started at conception. Some have reached maybe, some are still running. Run if you are still running. If you have reached, then enjoy and continue. And never rely overly on anything or anyone. You will be disappointed. Rely on God who called you. Because why, why? He is behind you. When you fall back, you find him there. If you rely on something or you rely on somebody, they may not always be there. On your back they may not always have your back so when you fall you will fall on the ground and you will be unable to uh, get yourself up because nobody picked you up when you were now slanting down so it's good to rely solely on God and God is enough and you are enough all humanity are born with a purpose what is your purpose today is the day that you need to go back and really ponder and say, what exactly is my purpose? Some of you, you know God has spoken to you, but you diverted. Some of you, 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 you know, you, you think it's, it's been too long. Maybe I didn't hear properly. You need to revisit it. Have you found one yet? For those who have not uh, maybe heard God, uh, you know, you are still finding out. Uh, you know, have you, have you found one yet? Ask yourself, have I really found my purpose yet? Am I uh, going somewhere or am, am I just running around in, in circles? All you need is God by your side and he is on your side already because God will never disappoint you. He has commissioned you 
He cannot commission you. He cannot point you out of the 7 billion people. He cannot, you know, ordain you in your mother's womb and, and somewhere along the way leave you. He is there. You need to tell yourself this. He is still there. Sometimes you got to know where you have been in order to know where you are going. I will leave you with this. I hope you enjoyed it. And next time we will look at uh, something else that God has put on my, on my side. I felt like we needed to revisit, you know, this thing and just remind ourselves of, you know, the, 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 the purposes of God and, um, you know, what he, he wants us to do and, you know, that we are here for a purpose. We're not just here to enjoy our salvation and, and go home you know and and that we need to 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 to, to be disciplined in 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 pursuing this purpose of of god so it's been really good for you and i thank you for listening and uh, uh, you know uh, bearing with me um you know the, just putting time aside to listen to what i had to share with you uh, i really appreciate your patience and your listening and your support and I would uh, really ask you to like the video and share it with other people and um, uh, subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel. And you can go to my website, www.seramloy.org, and you will find a lot more of uh, some other things that um, I have worked on that um, uh, you, know, you can resource yourself with. And some, some things may not be uh, for you, but you may find something for you there as well. And uh, uh, at the same time, yeah, you can you know, visit my Facebook page, uh, Sarah Muloy, it will pop up and you can see you know, the things that I share there on that platform. You can go, go to my Instagram uh, 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 platform as well and, and just see what I share there as, as well. And I just wanted uh, everyone to know that um, I have a book that uh, was released in August. Uh, it's an autobiography. Uh, um, uh, the title is uh, a, a journey of a thousand miles uh, begins with one step and this is uh, just about my life story and uh, a testimony really and um, uh, it's a good encouragement and a good read interesting people who have read it they say they can't put it down you know and then so I just uh, it's available everywhere it's available in the UK Waterstones and Amazon uh, Prime and it's available in Amazon.com, it's available um, in other countries as well. And, uh, um, it's, it's, you know, Waterstones is selling it. So you, 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 can, you can always have a copy. You can get a copy from uh, my website, uh, www.saramuloy.org. Uh, there's a, a place where you can purchase uh, the book. There's a, a, a sales um, a page there. Uh, it, you will be guided once you open the, uh, the website. And there are also uh, resources in the website that, um, you know, uh, I've been doing the work that I've been doing. And uh, you can find something that, you know, can encourage you, something that can really, really uh, uh, put back that spark that may, you may have lost, you know, in the journey and, and, and bring you back, you know, to a, a point where you, you resume your journey. And um, yeah, it, it's been great. And your support in this, you know, buying a copy will support the work that I do and will also help, um, uh, you know, people that I'm trying to reach, you know, with uh, what God has, has really um, uh, called me to do. 
and encouraging others. So I really thank you for your time. I thank you for uh, listening and I thank you for being patient and I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you got something out of it. Not everything, but you got something out of it. And with this, I just want to say thank you and bye.